This is the Team Lotus Cares podcast. We connect with business owners and managers to protect your business from cyber attackers while providing business clarity empowered by technology. You can make technology for your business more productive, secure, and simple. Now, here is Maria and Curtis. Hello, Orlando, Central Florida. We're in episode 13 of TLC podcast. Absolutely. Team Lotus Cares. Hard to believe up to episode 13 already. So... Go ahead. So, Curtis, um, you know, this in our technology everlasting and moving so fast that we are looking now at um, some additional changes. Um, and cybersecurity is the hot topic for um, for the last couple of years. It is, and and it's be, and it's the conversation is changing because as companies are getting insurance, and we'll dive more into this later on, but just to give a tease. Um, we're not going to be talking so much about, we'll be talking about insurance, but mainly we're going to be talking about how the regulations or how companies are handling insurance, how that's changing. And I say regulations, that word slips out because that's ultimately where we're heading is regulations. So, you know, get now, get ready now or get ready later. Uh, it's, it's not going to be um, a picnic either way, but if you're Start building towards the right things now. It'll make it a lot easier. But we'll dig more into that. Um, so Apple products have always been considered sacred ground when it comes to viruses. The users of Apple, well, people that really love Apple are called <laughs> Apple fanboys. But any Apple user feels confident that they're beyond the reach of viruses, ransomware. That is the 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 dwelling of Windows users, Microsoft users. Yep. Well, that's coming to an end. It actually had come to an end a long time ago. We were seeing attacks three, four years ago against shops that only had Macs. Uh, one example, we had a law firm that only had Macs, and they frequently got hit. There were a couple of users in there that got uh, had issues with malware all the time or adware and different types of issues. So this has not been uncommon, but this latest attack uh, that has uh, is working off of a couple of different vulnerabilities is very serious. Uh, it was uh, been released lately. Now, I've been very quiet about it. The fo- researchers that have discovered this were quiet about it, but it's still in the wild. And there are vulnerabilities taking place. So, and this applies to Mac OS. So if you have a Mac, you have an iPhone, you have an iPad, it applies to all of them. Mac OS Monterey 12.5.1, iOS, iPad OS 15.6.1. If you have those or lower, you need to update. And so a lot of folks believe if I have an automatic update, I should be good. Well, my Apple can't push this out fast enough. Uh, your devices, you know, have to meet certain criteria as far as being on the charger, being charged a certain amount at a certain time of the day to get the download. The best thing is to download this manually. It's easy enough to do. All you do is open up your iPhone. I can never do this from memory, so I'm actually in front of my iPhone doing it right now. But open up your iOS device, uh, your iPhone or your iPad. Open up the settings. Go to General. And then go to software update. Now it'll check for the update and tell you where you're at. And then just go ahead and hit that download and install. And again, 
Uh, your battery typically will have to be more than 50%. You'll need to be plugged in to power to get that done. And then uh, your Mac as well, you should be able to get that updated. There's also an Apple Watch update. Now, we don't know if that's also affected by these vulnerabilities, these two vulnerabilities that exist. But watchOS 8.7.1 has recently been released. And you should get that download as well. And again, Apple's not shared that information with us. Yeah, it's um, it's just kind of par for the course. It's, you know, we all love Apple products. Um, we have been a PC um, environment type of, but we also utilize a lot of the other. Um, so in any event, there's, you know, there's always a solution to everything. Um, so it's great to get that update. Absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're kind of a, um, you know, we've got a mix of Macs and Windows computers in our own company. And then uh, mobile devices, um, we're all, I think everybody's iPhone. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I think we have somebody that's actually Samsung. Ah, okay. <laughs> There's always that one. There's always that one. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, real quickly, I want to mention that Google experienced an international outage last week. Uh, if you are a uh, Google user, is in their uh, workspace product, you may have noticed this. Their search was down. Maps was down for 34 minutes. You can blame it on a bad software patch. Uh, the engineers installed it, and it failed miserably. Um, but they were quick to get it backed out and uh, get things back up and running. And... Um, and folks were able to resume, but it has been, we do not remember the last time there was a massive Google outage. It's been uh, maybe a decade since they've had an outage. So there's a lot of folks who wouldn't even, don't remember it. So why don't you elaborate on what a patch is? Because when I talk to somebody that's in layman's term, um, you know, of course I have Spanglish. So we have technology-ish, I guess. Expand on what that patch is. So what happens is the, the you know, companies put out software such as Windows 10, Windows 11, Mac OS. And then there are companies out there that their, their lifeblood is researching and searching for vulnerabilities in this software. And company, how they make their money is companies such as Microsoft or Google will pay them to say, hey, where did you find this vulnerability? How did you get into our software? How did you inject code in there, make it run into, you know, ultimately what they're emulating is when a bad guy would install ransomware or malware. So now the, the company such as Microsoft has that information and these researchers are very competent and that, and they don't tell the public what's going on. They say they deal directly with the company. Now, sometimes in the past, the companies didn't re, uh, reply, and uh, these researchers would take it public and force the company to issue a patch. So what a patch is means the coders go in and find a workaway around to fix that hole within that software, hence the word patch. patch. So there we go. <laughs> and that's how we end up with it, just like you would put a patch on your pants. Which no one does anymore. Or your tires. Or your tires. <laughs> Nobody does that much anymore, I don't think. But no. but um no, they they that is exactly what a patch is. It's a you know and typically it comes in as a little piece of software and that software runs, goes in and fixes the hole in that software, the vulnerability. So that that's a patch. Great question though. I appreciate that. Thank you. 
So it, some of us who are working this every day think that everybody knows what Apache yes. is. And, it just becomes normal layman's terms within the, the industry. Right. Normal, normal language for us. Next thing we want to move into, and we're seeing this happen rapidly as we're heading into the fall. We're heading into the season where a lot of companies are renewing their insurance. And a lot of companies in the past year or two smartly have picked up cybersecurity insurance. We've had it for a number of years. Matter of fact, we have had it so long that back when we bought it, we could only get it from Lloyd's of London, if I remember correctly. That, they, it, that was it. That was correct. It was like, it, it was non-existent. <laughs> yeah, non-existent. Lloyd's of London was one of the first one, And Lloyd's of London, if you don't know, is that insurance company in England that will insure weird things so if you have a strange situation they will they will insure it and so they would insure companies like ours who really had to have cyber insurance cyber security insurance or cyber insurance well a lot of companies have popped on the bandwagon and they're finding out this is a risky business yes high risk you see all of these headlines about ransomware, cities, towns, counties, states, hospitals, medical systems, factories, you name it, meat processing facilities, you know, like the JBS attack and the Colonial Pipeline. You imagine what those cost, and those insurance companies really, some of them took it really in the shorts. They weren't ready for this. And so what do insurance companies do? They have three routes they can take. They can update their underwriting and clamp down on their requirements, meaning further audits, further examination of your business, examination of your networks, possibly unbeknownst to you. We'll get to that. Or they can raise your rates. Or they can say, yeah, no, we're not doing this anymore. We'll go back to cars and houses and things that we know about, life insurance. But let's let's get out of this cyber business altogether. Those are the three routes insurance companies take, and they are taking all three of those. I I saw one business went from $2,500 a year to over $14,000 a year for cybersecurity insurance. And then we've heard of these companies that are clamping down on their requirements and their audits. They're actually secretly running audits on companies. And the first thing they start with are company websites. And I know that we frequently update our websites and keep them updated. Matter of fact, we have a new website being uh, built this week, being released this week. But in, even in other cases, we definitely keep our website software up to date because that is the outside, you know, portal to the world, per se. It's, you know, it's like putting alarm sensors on your windows. So these insurance companies check that, they fail miserably, and then they come into the company and say, Look, guys, to continue to insure you, we're going to have to, you need to get a new IT provider. That's what it comes down to. You need a new IT company. And they'll probably give you a list of ones that they recommend. And um, either your options are you go with them or, or not. So if your IT provider is not talking to you about this already, they haven't sent you any emails or set up any kind of webinars or education around this, uh, it's you need to be asking a lot of questions. Absolutely. So w what that looks like on a business world when you have to make that business decision in in, in insurance, th these sh uh, audits used to be about six questions. Yeah. That's the beginning. Drop dead simple. It's, it's because, you know, technology is 
seems like herding cats for a lot of people and not a lot of organizations and not having a history as to what does that look like? How does that harm um, or impacts a claim um, to be able to, to, to be able to help that organization? And what happens is that the, um, the issues that actually arise that uh, impact monetarily get to be exorbitant. So from that, these audits that started just barely one page are now over two pages, three pages. And in technical, where you do find yourself needing someone to check those boxes for you. Um, and you, yeah. and you do, at that point, you become aware. It's like, how prepared are we for this? It's like, you know, a hurricane coming and all of a sudden it becomes category five. Um, yeah. So it, it's, to, it's to that level. Um, so then... You know, rather than, you know, it's easy to say, be proactive, you know, make sure that you're, you get at the head of the game. Well, how it impacts you is that, you know how it is when you get car insurance, all of a sudden that, you know, how did you set up that, that new policy and making sure that you have the right um, parameters so you are covered in the event of something happening. It's better to get ahead of it where you are better prepared budget wise versus being surprised and getting an insurance a bill for twice, maybe a little bit more than that I've seen. Um, and now that surprise, is it, you know, is it something that you're going to be able to absorb that quickly? One of the things you can do, and so you you don't necessarily want the first eyes to, to be a cast upon your audit to be the insurance companies. And so what we've done, we've worked with our security partners to put together a, a synopsis of all of the, a number of them, not all, but a number of the insurance companies' questionnaires and audits. So we've been able to to pull all these together with our security folks. And then we're able to, you know, eliminate those common questions or, you know, and and then make one big audit. And so what we're offering is we'll come in beforehand, before you get your insurance audit, and we'll run it on it. We can even do a penetration test very affordably, much more affordably than it was just a few years ago, even a year ago, actually. So we can do those things for you so you're not getting a surprise from the insurance company after you initiate the process with them. We can step in, perform the audit for you, then say, hey, fix these things and you should be in good shape. Right. And then um, you can sleep easy. At that point. Yeah. At least but, better. <laughs> and it's not just insurance. You know, it, it, it's just like if you have a spare, you, most, well, not all cars anymore, but most cars still have a spare tire in the trunk or a tire repair kit. But you still don't want to be stuck along the 417 or out on I-4 or any, any of our expressways anywhere with a flat tire. You still take good care of your tires. You replace them when you need to. You, you know, make sure that they take a look at them when you're getting your oil changed. And it's the same thing with this. Cyber and security insurance is not a fix-all or the, the, the you know, the you know don't worry about it. We've got insurance. It'll yeah. be fine. It's a preparedness for sure because even though you check your tires and that, let's just say that that freak accident does happen and there's still a pinhole 
or you missed a tire, yeah. you still have a service that can possibly, you know, AAA or some right. type of roadside service, yeah. right? So that's plan B. So that, that's kind of the whole entire, you know, plan. And the insurance policy actually helps you with that. You know, that audit helps you with, you know, getting an assessment. That way, when the audit comes, you know what to answer and how to be prepared because you can answer something incorrectly by not understanding it. Understanding it. Oh, absolutely. Six months ago, that question was was prefaced totally different than it is now. Yeah. So you do want to stay in, on top of it. And one of the questions I noticed on when we did our insurance assessment recently is they wanted to know if we are third-party audited. And in our case, Maria had the foresight foresight to see that, yes, that is something we're going to need down the road. We actually need it today is that third-party audit. So we are third-party audited uh, every month. And so they, they took a look at our systems. They ask us a lot of questions and then we're audited. And, and again, that was an important element critical to our insurance renewal this year. So, Yep. That phrase comes up in mind. It says trying to sleep a little bit better. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, by the way, if you want a cybersecurity tip every week in your mailbox, Maria sends these out every Wednesday morning. We're not going to spam you. We don't sell your address. Uh, but if you want to uh, give us a, your address, uh, Maria will send you our cybersecurity tips. These are typically one to two paragraphs and just common sense um, things that you, easy things you can do. I don't even want to say common sense. These are easy things you can do to uh, improve your cybersecurity preparedness and for your company as well. And then the uh, website is weeklycybersecuritytips.com. So again, it's weeklycybersecuritytips.com. Thank you, Curtis. Thank oh. you, Maria. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Team Lotus Cares podcast. This is a free service of Lotus Management Services, business clarity empowered by technology. Visit us on the web at lotusbusinesstech.com.